St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Welcome to another edition of the St. Leo 360 podcast. My name is Greg Lindbergh. On this episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast, we are speaking about our Master's in Human Services Administration program here at St. Leo University. And uh, we have a wonderful guest joining us to uh, discuss this great program. Uh, her name is Dr. Nancy Wood, and she is the director of this graduate program in Human Services Administration and is also an associate professor of Human Services Administration. Dr. Wood, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Gray. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We got uh, definitely plenty to discuss, and I know this is a very exciting program and I think has a lot of uh, future growth potential as well. So uh, a lot of good stuff here to talk about. Uh, so first off, Dr. Wood, why don't you just introduce yourself, give us kind of your background, uh, you know, your, your practical experience, how you got into teaching and how long you've been with St. Leo. Yes. So yes, my background is in management administration. Uh, for many years, I worked in corporate, in human resources, in accounting, and in other of those kind of facets. So through the years, I gained various degrees. Uh, and once I achieved my PhD in human services, I made that transition to teaching. So I actually started with St. Leo in 2009 as an adjunct faculty. So, and then from there, I was able to uh, continue my teaching as full-time in 2012 in human services. And as you shared, I am currently the director of the graduate program in human services administration. So um, it's been a very rewarding career at this point. Nice. So it sounds like you've been with us uh, for quite a while now. Yes, I have. Excellent. And uh, let's talk about the, the history of this Human Services Administration program, how long it's been around, and kind of the reasons behind uh, St. Leo starting it. So we do have an undergrad Human Services program. So from there, the idea was, well, let's have a graduate program. So when the program was created, it was originally launched at the Savannah Center in Savannah, Georgia. And then and that was around 2015. And then it grew. Uh, pretty quickly to from on ground to online in January 2017. So it's been fully online since that time. So pretty exciting that we've had the program online this many years and it being successful. As the need continued in human services, the administration piece, you know, obviously became evident where people who were managers, directors, supervisors wanted that additional uh, coursework to not only in their professional lives to whether it's promotion but more importantly we saw the need of a program that provided people the opportunity to start their own non-for-profits so the program is 36 credit hours and can be completed in one year's time wow very interesting and in terms of uh, prospective students, I know you've kind of touched on it already, but uh, 
I would imagine this this program is geared toward those you know currently working in the field or looking to advance or like you mentioned, perhaps even start their own business or nonprofit, right? That is correct. So as you shared, there are the students are majority already working, and they are looking for that flexibility. So we're able to do that, offering these eight week courses at any term that they would like to start, whether spring one, spring two, summer one, summer two, fall two, fall one. So any of those terms, a student can enter in and start the program at their convenience, particularly students that like that online learning and like that opportunity just to be able to get into the course, do their work online and not be tied to a specific schedule or meeting time. Gotcha. I see. Very interesting. In terms of admission requirements, uh, what must one uh, student possess in order to actually be admitted to this graduate program? So they would need to hold a bachelor's degree or even if they have a master's degree already from a U.S. regionally accredited institution with a minimum GPA of a 3.0 on a four-point scale, though there are exceptions. So again, depending on their application and what they information they share, you know, there would be other considerations for a waiver. Right, I see. Let's dive into some of the courses and specific topics uh, covered in this program. If you could just give some examples of some of those and what students can expect. So some of the courses are certainly administrative management related topics whether it's leadership, we have a course in ethics and legal issues that come up in human services. The community needs assessment and program evaluation course is very helpful in providing that information as to the need of the community, what's happening in the community. The course that students really enjoy is the creating new human services organizations, which provides them the tools to get that new agency started whether it's the bylaws uh, or articles of incorporation. We also have a funding class, advocacy and policy analysis course, uh, a human resource course, which is related to managing employees, particularly the piece on managing volunteers and what that looks like from an administrative perspective. Grantsmanship class, which is very popular. The students really enjoy that, being that grant writing is a big part of nonprofit work in human services. We have a marketing class, which from the perspective of a nonprofit, what does that look like and how you manage the marketing component? And then we have a class that's obviously like a capstone, like a graduate project class. Uh, all these courses, again, build upon the idea of what administrative management skills one needs to be successful as a director, supervisor, whatever leadership role they have in their agency, as well as, as we've discussed, starting that new agency or that new human services organization to help meet a need that they see in their community. Absolutely. So it sounds like this, the coursework really gives students that option of, you know, whether they're looking to advance to a role within their current organization or join another organization or even start their own organization. Correct. Um, you said it very well. Oftentimes students do come into this program wanting to advance their career, improve their hiring prospects, 
or I see a lot of students switching careers. So perhaps they were in the corporate world and they're finding, you know, they want to now move to the human services nonprofit world and having this degree will help facilitate those career objectives. Right, I see, very interesting. And uh, I was also wondering if you could just speak about some of the courses that you teach and perhaps some of your, your favorites or ones that stand out to you. Certainly the Creating New Human Services Organization course, uh, which I often teach, where, as I mentioned earlier, that's the part about the ARC as incorporation, filing your tax forms for the 501c3 designation. You know, students really oftentimes find that initially, this is a lot of information in terms of processing it on their own. So when they take this course, it makes sense to them. And for oftentimes that's where they're stuck on their own before they have entered this program. And so when they take this course, it all comes together for them in a very nice way where they understand that those basic beginning steps to starting your own non-for-profit. In fact, some students will even file for their 501c3 uh, designation in this course because now they understand the steps because they've had this idea of starting their own non-for-profit and now they can't. They feel like they, have the, they now have the confidence to do so. So it's always exciting when students share with me that you know, they've received that letter of their tax ID number for their 501c3 incorporation. So uh, that's one of my favorite courses. And certainly the graduate project capstone courses is a favorite of mine. This is taken at the end of the program and students are obviously excited to be done with, the, with their, you know, this is their last class. They'll be done with their work soon in the, in the program. They'll be graduating. Yep. Um, and just to see, you know, and hear about, and they always share with me, of course, their next steps, you know, whether they're going to apply for a new position, uh, a management position, or they're starting their own non-for-profit, or they're, you know, they're just, you know, that's just an exciting time to see them uh, launch, you know, their career goals and their professional goals. So it's, a, it's also a great class to teach. Nice. And just as a as an instructor, faculty member, I'm, I'm sure that's pretty rewarding. Just, you know, seeing the students complete uh, the, the coursework. Yes, it is. And so and to share with especially to share a part that of their lives or, you know, their lifetime goals of starting their own human services organization. Uh, many of them share, you know, I've been thinking about this for many years, didn't have the uh, confidence or I didn't have, didn't think I had the skills and this program has elevated them in their skill sets, has elevated them knowing confidence as well that they can do this and they've started doing it. So to know that they're making a difference already in their communities uh, with starting a new agency is just also very fulfilling. As well as for those that, again, were looking to transition to this new career path that they've always interested in but didn't know how to get to that, to those opportunities. And again, through the program, they were able to do that. So it's just an exciting course to be involved with, to see that transition and their growth as well. Absolutely, no question about that. As far as the faculty who teach in this program, let's talk about the, the faculty 
and just that uh, you know the one-on-one -on -one connections that students really have in general with their faculty at St. Leo and I would imagine in this program as well. Yes, I'm, as with all the faculty at St. Leo, um, I'm very fortunate to have a wealth of experienced and frankly experts uh, in the field teaching these courses, whether their past experience has been in management and in administration and human services organizations or their currently administrators to be able to bring that you know, real world, real time information to students and letting them know, well, you know, in my experiences, as well as, well, this is what I'm doing now, you know, whatever they could share uh, with students so that students can then say, okay, I can now connect what I'm learning in my class to real world application. So that's a very powerful thing that when someone is teaching you that this is, you know, obviously the content and here's how you can apply it and this is what's working and is very, very impactful for students to have that real world and real time experience being shared in the, in the class and as well as making those networking connections. So if the faculty is from their area, they can share what opportunities are occurring uh, as well as, again, more information about the discipline and who, you know, how to do networking, uh, you know, just there's so many layers to that piece, as well as their passion for human services. You know, we have such a passionate group of faculty as well. So, again, bringing that all together just makes for a very enriching teaching experience for the students. Absolutely. Well said. And I'm curious, just from your standpoint, uh, specifically as a, a professor in the program, uh, how would you describe the availability of, of, you know, yourself, let's say, for example, and just the faculty in general in this program, uh, you know, how students can, can easily access and connect with their faculty? Mm -hmm. uh, very easily. I know, again, as I shared, my faculty are very passionate for what they do, and not only in teaching, but bring, being able to share that information with students. So whether they have like a weekly Zoom meeting that, that students can jump into for like a Q&A session, certainly available by email as well as by phone. So um, even as an online program, you know, there is that connectivity to feel like there's a sense of community uh, is certainly available in the classroom with, with this instructors, even though they're not meeting in a classroom per se, but within the course, as well as, like I said, those virtual opportunities, which we're all experiencing now with um, today's uh, situation and climate. Sure, I see, very interesting. As far as uh, career opportunities go, I know we've spoken about, you know, in general, uh, whether a graduate or even, you know, student currently still in the program looking to start their own nonprofit, uh, can you give me some examples of, you know, very specific types of nonprofits and, uh, you know, perhaps even ones that uh, some of our, our alumni have actually started themselves? Yes. Yeah, so um, I've had a lot of students share with me their, you know, th their ideas of what they'd like to start. And a few have actually launched their non-for-profits. So whether, you know, I guess the, the idea is for students to really think about 
for those that are interested in starting their own non-for-profit is, you know, where their passion lies, what population they want to serve, and what does that look like for them in, ter in terms of what that would look like as an agency. So I've had students start a non-for-profit related to like a homeless shelter for just women so that the women can work upon their, you know, their life skills, address any mental health or physical needs that they need to address so that they can then be reunited with their children. I've had uh, one student in particular, his interest was addressing veteran homelessness. And so in where he's located, uh, he's participating in Operation Tiny Home. So he's acquiring you know, funding and working with the community and starting, I think it's gonna be 10 tiny homes uh, in a part of the town so that, which is geared towards serving veterans so that the veterans can not only have a home but have services as well. So there's quite a few, again, ideas out there that students have provided or shared with me that, um, again, whether it's related to elderly or working with youth, it could be a program they wanted to start. Perhaps they've um, partnered up with another agency. So I know a lot of students have provided additional programming opportunities, whether working with children who are differently abled, working with uh, youth in terms of perhaps providing more activities after school. So again, it's just wherever that passion is and do, doing that community needs assessment as to where the needs are in the community and then partnering up with other community members or again, whether you start your own agency, there's certainly a lot of opportunities out there. It's just finding out what that is for, that, for the student and what they're interested in doing. Sure, very interesting. So it sounds like quite a variety of, of opportunities. Yes, and you know, there's certainly positions in the government, whether at the federal, state, local level, there's opportunities with other agencies as well, who's doing the work that perhaps someone is interested in. Um, and you can even, students can consider doing a for-profit organization, like a social entrepreneurship, which we also talk quite a bit in our different courses. Um, so that's also an opportunity to start your own agency, but really have it be a social entrepreneurship serving a specific population. And I will say again, it's it's great that this program, you know, not only has that the human services focus, but like you were saying before, you know, really gives students those tools on the legal side of, of you know, starting an actual nonprofit entity and all the paperwork involved and uh, you know, like you were saying before, I'm sure there's been some hesitation uh, from some of these students in the past, just not knowing what to do, the process involved. And uh, it sounds like this program really gives that that full comprehensive, uh, you know, overview in terms of not only the field side of it, but like you were saying before, the, the nonprofit uh, designation and, and paperwork side as well. Yes. And with human services, there's so many opportunities, you know, as we've been talking about. And I think what I often share with students is to find those opportunities, you know, do, do your research. It's important to look at 
you know, what organizations are you interested in working for or working with? Um, volunteering is probably a great way to start that process. Uh, if you enjoy the experience as a volunteer, then those tend to lead to employment opportunities where, you know, you've made those connections as a volunteer and then you know the organization. So that I would certainly encourage that um, to find out more about those opportunities, uh, whether again, from the program, you can then connect those opportunities using the coursework, especially if you see a, a position in an organization, like uh, a com some of the common titles could be like agency director, agency administrator, uh, volunteer director, program manager, executive director, uh, community and engagement manager, um, the titles are quite endless. So, and it would take our whole program to go through the titles. Uh, but so I would encourage a potential student to say, to go look for those opportunities within the organization and, you know, and to aim for that, especially for someone who's thinking of switching uh, career paths, maybe from one industry to another. So as well as um, those opportunities can be related to marketing or can be related to human resources or can be related to you know, finance. So if you have experience in other um, disciplines, they're certainly, certainly applicable to the human services uh, sector. So uh, I see a lot of that kind of crossover as well. Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, so I'm curious, as far as other human services administrations programs out there, uh, if you could just kind of give a maybe an overview just in terms of your knowledge of, you know, how common these programs are, and then what would you say really separates this program uh, from the rest of the pack? Yeah, I appreciate that question. Um, in the title of the program name, Human Services Administration, right there that differentiates us from other programs that perhaps are titled Human Services. So that's definitely the biggest differentiator. At the master's level, you'll see human service programs, again, with just the name human services, and perhaps they may have a leadership class or a grantsmanship class. You know, some courses kind of peppered in related to management, or they may have a leadership track. Uh, so what I find that is the biggest differentiator for this program is that we really, that's what we focus on, administration. Obviously it's in the name of the program and the courses build up to that. So we're starting off with the first course of leadership and management and then building up with all the courses that I mentioned earlier. So that's the biggest differentiator as well as the creating new human services organization class, which as I shared was one of my favorites, going through that step-by-step -step process and in terms of those beginning steps of starting your human services, not-for-profit organization. Um, so our courses are quite unique in providing that administrative management lens to human services and that being our complete focus. Sure, I see. And then to, uh, to wrap up here, obviously the COVID-19 pandemic has affected uh, the world in so many different ways. And uh, from what I understand, you know, there's definitely a growing need for human services professionals for these types of organizations out there uh, to serve a variety of populations. Uh, 
And if you could just talk about how the pandemic has, has really impacted this field of human services, maybe specifically the administration side, and uh, just potentially more increased you know, opportunities out there. Thanks for that question, Greg. Um, the pandemic has certainly created a newfound emphasis and an overwhelming need of human services across the communities, you know, obviously whether you're local, state, nationally, related to any, you think of any human services issue like food insecurity, uh, digital internet access, the inequalities there, um, homelessness, uh, and again, and any type of social services that was available. And so the, that needs just has greatly increased. Um, there was certainly human service organizations, there was some uptick in hiring in the spring and fall, but like any industry, um, there's been an impact, perhaps less of an impact than other industries like entertainment, what have you, but there's certainly need, the need is, is again there and has certainly has increased. So the opportunities are certainly there for employment. Um, certain agencies, especially the federal agencies are hiring now. And also federal money is becoming more available as well. So there's that increase for you know, grant writing uh, skills, the increase to uh, you know, how do we meet the services and the needs of, of people in the community. So I do see more of, an, more of an interest in this program now because people are realizing it's not just simple to, I see need and I wanna start my agency that, that there does require some experience there and skills. And so the program will certainly help with that piece of it um, as well as people that are still looking for that promotional piece. So as you mentioned, as there are agencies out there and there is growth in those agencies in terms of you know managing the administrative piece of human services so it certainly would be an opportune time to be enrolled in the program to you know obtain those skills um, and the additional challenges of that the pandemic has brought on is certainly the zoom piece so people are certainly still working remotely um, how do you manage services through Zoom as well as within the community and keep everyone safe? So again, that piece of how to manage that administrative piece, we've actually created an elective huh. um, for our students to address those. So the students that are already in the program or are now having that experience, uh, we just offered it as a, an elective. So um, as shared, there's just certainly opportunity with human services administration. And it's just as a student, where's your passion? Where do you see yourself serving your community and, and, and what population you wanna serve? Exactly, very well said and, and well summarized. All right, well, again, we've been speaking with uh, Dr. Nancy Wood about the Masters in Human Services Administration program here at St. Leo University. And I did want to mention that you can check the show notes for this episode uh, to get a link to the program page on our website so you can learn more about this program uh, through that as well. So uh, 
Dr. Wood, just want to thank you so much for your time and really appreciated your insight on this program. And uh, thanks so much for joining me here on the St. Leo 360 podcast. Thank you, Greg. I really appreciate it. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877-622-2009 or visit stleo.edu.